guys, and welcome back to Be The Main Character with Bianca. Happy Thursday. I hope you're having an amazing week so far and an amazing Thursday. I'm recording this on Valentine's Day, so I thought this theme for the episode was fitting. So this episode is going to be called Dating Yourself in Your 20s. And just a little intro about my love life, which is pretty non-existent. I have been single for almost four years now. Yep, I just counted, confirmed, four years. And honestly, I wouldn't change a thing. I think being alone in your 20s is such a game changer. And I think also there is no problem with being in a committed relationship in your 20s either. I just want to put that out there that I'm not saying being in a, in a committed relationship in your 20s is a bad thing by any means. And I don't think that you know, having a dating life is bad in your 20s either. I wish mine was a little bit more lively, but we'll get to that later. Um, so yeah, I've been single for four years and I honestly can say that I've also never been in a real committed relationship ever. Um, both of my quote-unquote relationships were in high school slash like my freshman year of college and they really aren't even real real relationships like I wouldn't consider them real in the span of time that they were and you know you're younger I guess depends on what you classify your relationship but anyways besides the point I wouldn't change a thing about being single during this time period of my life I feel like it's allowed me to learn and grow so much and that's why I want to talk to you guys about it because if you are single and you feel like maybe you're surrounded by friends that are all in relationships or getting engaged or maybe even already married, moved in, moved in together, having kids, whatever it is or whatever you're surrounded by, if you feel less than because of that, because you're single, you're not. It's okay to be single. Let's start. The relationship you develop with yourself is most important and sets the stage for future relationships. When you're alone, you learn a ton about yourself, you get to know yourself so intimately, and you can really embrace this journey rather than being like, I need someone else. For me personally, I don't feel incomplete or alone or that I'm missing a part of myself and looking for it in someone else to complete me. I feel whole. I feel like if I were to be in a relationship right now, I would really be still independent and not codependent, obviously. I feel like being alone teaches you how to be better in a relationship. For instance, I dealt with trust issues and you know, as I've talked about before, I go to therapy and I've talked about this with my therapist and I feel that because of that time I had alone with myself and went to therapy and healed, I can now show up as a better person in a relationship and as a better person for myself. And here are some ideas of things you can take time to learn about yourself. Your boundaries, your love language, how to love and appreciate yourself, and how to spend time alone with yourself and truly enjoy it. I also want you to learn how to compliment yourself. This is a big thing in regards to your ego and your head that talks to you all day, that little nagging voice that tells you things you don't want to hear. That's your ego. 
So we want to silence her a little bit. She's she's a little rowdy up there. She says a lot of things we don't want to hear. So we're going to compliment ourselves three times a day. And if that immediately makes you uncomfortable, then you need to do it even more. Okay? So if you've never really practiced affirmations or talking to yourself as if it were someone you loved or just talking to yourself in a better way, I want you to start simply by just writing down or even putting it in your notes app three compliments to yourself a day. And don't have them be backhanded or anything. Three real compliments that you want to give yourself for the day. And keep doing this and doing this and doing this until it becomes routine and you realize that the little ego in your head starts saying better things to yourself and starts lifting you up more. And that the way you look at yourself in the mirror, you don't immediately pick out the things you hate. You start to see the things you love and appreciate and are grateful for that your body is giving you, okay? So I want you to try that if you've never thought of doing something like that before or if you really struggle with speaking kindly to yourself, I want you to just start there. The good thing about a relationship is you get to pick it. It's not like family. So you get to set boundaries. Yes, you get to set boundaries in your family life too, but it's even easier because this person is new entering your life. So you get to set exactly what you want from this person from the get-go. So, you know, get very clear on what you want, on how you want to be treated, on, you know, what your boundaries are, how you expect that person to act in a relationship. Get super clear on it because like I said, this person is coming into your life. They should add some sort of value to your life. They don't need to complete you but they should be adding value of some sort into your life rather than, you know, stripping away your energy or becoming a chore to you. Now, a relationship definitely does take work between the two people. It's never going to be picture perfect, but I mean, you can have a good start by setting the standard of what you truly want. Okay, next, I want you to treat yourself like someone you love. It's such a corny thing. We hear it all the time, but it's so true. If you don't know how to love yourself first and love yourself deeply, how are you ever going to be in a successful relationship loving someone else when you, you expect them to love you, but you don't love yourself the way you want them to love you, if that makes sense. I really hope it did. So we can't expect that from it from them if we don't even know how to do it ourselves yet. So we need to take that time to understand and do that. And they will come along and help you throughout this journey, of course, but you want to have a solid foundation first before you get in a committed relationship. I think this is so important to be so solid in the way you love yourself before you turn around and are giving out love to other people. So for me, this means self-care. Whether it's um, therapy, working out, facials, a date night with myself, whatever that self-care looks like, journaling, reading, I'm going to do it because I care about myself enough and I love myself enough to invest that time in myself for downtime and self-care. Next, I want you to invest in your goals, aspirations, hobbies, if you've always wanted to learn a new language you know, new classes, maybe you've always wanted to try CrossFit, whatever it is, I want you to invest in that while you're investing in yourself because you're looking at the things you've always really wanted to do or been super interested in and you're going ahead and actually following through with the plan. Because when we start talking to a person or we're getting into a relationship, we start to like 
what that person likes. Of course, usually you have similar interests already, but if they're super interested in something, you want to be super interested too to show that you care. Well, let's take that a step back and look at ourselves with the things that we really care about and invest in those things as much as you would be excited and invested for that person in your relationship. I want you to transfer that energy into yourself. You deserve to get that excited about things you are passionate about as well, just like you would get passionate about it for them. So invest that time into things you've been putting off that you really want to just dive deep into and see how far the journey takes you. It could lead to something incredible just because you dug a little deeper within yourself and allowed yourself to get excited about something new and something that you've always wanted to do. And like I said, this can really be anything. This can be a new language, a new class. You could get a certificate of some sort, whatever it is, dive deep into it and follow the journey with yourself. I've talked about this before, but feeding myself and nourishing my body is one of my absolute number one ways to show myself self-care. Okay, so if you feel like, you know, I could take my nutrition to the next step, I really want to focus on gut health, I really want to focus on balancing my hormones, I really want to focus on, you know, having more nutrient-dense meals every day, and I don't know where to start, okay, invest into this time, invest into what you're putting in your body, because you love yourself enough to do so, okay? Imagine if you want kids and you have your first kid, you want to give your kid the absolute best of everything, okay? It's just how it goes. Okay, let's say you're not in a space that you're having a kid or you're anywhere close. Take that time and invest that nourishment that you would give a brand new baby into yourself. I know we're talking about relationships, but this this makes the most sense to me personally because maybe you're not a huge cook and you're like, I wouldn't cook for the person that I'm in a relationship either. Like, we're going to get takeout. That's fine. But for me, I look at it as in the sense of a baby or maybe if you're a nurse, Think about how much energy you give to your patient. Make sure you're giving that back to you. If you're a cosmetologist, think about how much time, care, energy you spend looking at the chemicals in the um, hair products. You know, what products work for what person. You write down this plan and every time they come in, you follow the same plan and you alter it based on whatever. Take that energy and turn it into feeding and nourishing yourself, okay? In the best way possible that you know how, you just have to start somewhere and then go from there. The next one is heal if you need to. A lot of people stay in relationships and like, I don't want to say hop from one to the next, but feel like they need to be in a relationship to feel complete. Most of the time, those people are not healed internally, so to avoid it, they're in relationships. And I'm not saying this in like a... Oh, all they are, all they do is like pull me hop. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying they're in a relationship because it makes them feel good. Maybe they feel like they have someone to take care of, someone to listen to them, someone that completes them, makes them feel whole. Most of the time that means you need to heal in one way or another. So take that time to heal if you need to before getting into a relationship. Now let me tell you, healing is not easy. It's an ongoing battle for the rest of your life. Healing is when they say healing is not linear, they mean it. It is an up and down roller coaster battle and you're going to be on it forever. Might as well start tackling it in your 20s and get a better grip on it now when you're in your 20s. And then you'll have such a better outlook on the rest of your life. And you'll have coping mechanisms and ways to deal with yourself and, you know, healing trauma if that's what you had in your life. 
You start working on that now before you get in a relationship and that person doesn't have to heal it for you. That's not what another person in your relationship is meant to do. Yes, you're there to care for one another, but you're not there to heal one another's trauma. So truly do the deep diving, do the work in yourself to heal yourself completely first before expecting someone else to heal you or that a relationship will heal you because nine times nine times out of ten, it's not going to. So really do the inner work you need to do and you'll watch that your relationships will get so much better. They might be in less of an abundance, meaning you won't have so many relationships and I'm extending this to friendships as well because the ones you have will be so good that you don't need a million of them and honestly that just means you're doing a good job. You're bringing people in that are going to be there for a long time and that truly are reciprocating your energy. Those are the people you want in your life. I really want you to just take great interest in discovering yourself beyond surface level. Like I said, healing is just not, it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to commit to, but I want you to do it because you're going to find out so much more about yourself by digging deeper. You're going to understand more of your aspirations. You're going to Get so specific on what you want out of life, out of relationships, out of successes and careers. You're going to know what you want so much more because now you've dug so deep that you truly know, okay, I know what Bianca wants now because I'm so connected with her. Um, And that's what you want because if you were in a relationship, you would want to know someone beyond their surface level. You would want to know the nitty gritty because you care so much. You need to care that much about yourself that you dig deep enough in yourself to understand yourself just like you would in a relationship we want to know everything about that person what makes them tick what makes them angry what made them like that what made them suppress their emotions etc etc I want to know those things about myself so I know how to understand myself better and heal myself better so don't put your life on hold waiting for a relationship if we put our life on hold waiting for a relationship think about how much we'll miss out on I want to give you guys an example. So a lot of you guys know I went to New York City over the Christmas time and it was magical, amazing. I went with one of my friends, Hannah. She's listening to this. Hey girl, we're going back. We're so excited. And that was a trip that I always thought I would do in a relationship. I always thought I would go to New York City during Christmas time, skate around Rockefeller. I always thought that was something I was going to do in a relationship because I had talked about it with people that I was previously in relationships with and I always thought that was just a thing I would do in a relationship so I kind of held off on ever thinking that I was going to do it beforehand and how lame would that be not taking a trip that was literally on my bucket list because I wasn't in a relationship yet you never want that to hold you back because you will miss out on so much of life waiting for the perfect opportunity the perfect relationship the perfect timing You're going to miss out on your main character moments. What if you went on that trip to New York City and fell in love? Did I? No, but what what if I did? And what if I didn't go because I was waiting to be in the perfect relationship? That is lame. That's not what a main character does, okay? A main character goes out and lives their life regardless, okay? So don't let anything hold you back from doing the things that you have put in your head 
in a category that, oh, I'm going to do that when I'm in a relationship or, oh, I'm going to do that when I'm married or, or, oh, I'm going to do that when I'm engaged because those moments will just slip away from me. Might as well do them now. You can always go back. I also want to tell you guys this. It's not always rainbows and sunshine being single. I would say 95% of the time it is and I'm very happy, very content with being single. I remember there was a moment after I had graduated nursing school and it was 4th of July week at my parents lake house and I remember being the most lonely I had felt in like years and I talked to my therapist about this of course and I said I don't know why but it was 4th of July week I was having the best time ever but for some reason I just felt this like overwhelming feeling of loneliness and I don't know why because I'm very happy I love being alone I'm content my family was around me and I was so grateful but for some reason I was just so lonely and he said I think it's because your life is getting to a point where it's finally starting to slow down you're not running so fast because obviously before that I was in nursing school and you're just running you're running you're doing work you're doing clinicals you honestly barely have time for a relationship the people that are in them kudos to them it's not easy to be in a relationship during nursing school and he said your life is finally starting to slow down and settle a little bit that now you're finding the gaps in your time when you could fit in a relationship because before you're not you know when you're in nursing school school in general you know at a high-paced job whatever it is Sometimes you're just simply not even thinking about it, not concerned about it whatsoever. And then when your life starts to slow down, like mine was, not necessarily slow down, but, you know, come to a point where it was more realistic. Nursing school, you're just giving so much of your time and energy over that you barely have enough left for yourself, let alone, let alone like, other human beings. And now I had this extra time and energy where I was like, huh, you know, this is a place where I think I could be in a relationship and be happy with it. And he said, that's totally normal. Um, I haven't felt very lonely since. Like I said, I'm super secure in being alone and I truly do love it. But there are definitely times where it can get a little hard. But I would say, like I said, 95% of the time, I'm as happy as can be being alone. And I know that these years of being single are going to be unforgettable and they're just going to make for such a better relationship in the future for me. And I'm just excited for that part of my life, but I'm just, I'm so glad that I'm in my 20s and single and just living however I choose to with no limits, no other person to think about or care for besides myself at the moment and that could change tomorrow for all I know but I'm just happy that I've enjoyed these past four years in the way I have and truly just lived it up because like I said that can change tomorrow and I'm just so glad I got to know myself and for reference I have my ideal per person written out physically on paper exactly to a T what I expect from another person but I also know what I bring to the table and I think that's important where you're expecting something so good that you also need to know, okay, what do I bring to this? And you know, I've done all the work on myself that I feel like I have a lot to offer in a relationship. But when I say get specific, I mean write it down on paper, have it in your notes app, make a Pinterest board about them, I don't care. Get super specific about what you want because if you don't know what you want, you won't know what to look for or 
what to set the standard as when you're dating or going on dates, which is one of my goals this year is to go on more dates. I haven't been on any yet. My little sister, Brooklyn, who's eight, keeps nagging me about it. She is convinced I am going to meet a boy at the mall and that I have to go to the mall and buy two pretzels and then walk around waiting for someone to get the other pretzel. And I just think that's absolutely hilarious. And I hope everyone just thinks it's the funniest story ever because I do. She is convinced that I will meet the man of my dreams at the mall by carrying around two pretzels. Like he's just gonna, he's just gonna come over and be swept off his feet by the fact that I have two pretzels. Um, so Brooklyn, if I ever meet someone at the mall, I, you gotta play the lottery or something, girl, because that is absolutely hilarious. So have the best role models in my life, which are my parents who have been together for 23 years now. And they have also set the standard in my mind of what a marriage and a relationship truly looks like. They are the it couple in my head. They are everything. The way that my dad treats my mom, the way that they've grown together, the way that they compromise, the way that they raise five kids, the way that they push each other to succeed is something I've watched and grown up around my entire life. And I truly think that's why I have such a high standard of what I expect love and relationships to look like because that's all I've known and been shown and I'm so, so grateful for that because it's taught me so much. And it's also taught me to wait for the right person because they're out there somewhere. When I say that my mom and dad were matched somewhere else besides on this earth, I mean it. I mean they're like two souls connected and... They truly balance one another out. They're similar in a lot of ways, different in a lot of ways, but at the end of the day, I couldn't think of two people more perfect for each other, and they've taught me just so much. So, that's another reason why I just am not rushing it, because watching them, I'm like, I never expect to be in a marriage like anything other than this, because that's all I've seen, and that's all I know. And I like to think that I am a good role model for my siblings as well to show them that you don't need another person to complete you, especially my younger sisters. I never want them to think that you need another human to make you a better human. Um, you can do it by yourself and also you should enjoy your 20s. If that's what you decide you want to do, you should travel, you should be invested in your career, you should be invested in yourself and you should be the main character of course of your life and take ownership of that so I hope I'm a role model for them and you guys as well but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you did celebrate Valentine's Day this year congrats I hope you're in a healthy happy relationship and if you celebrated it with yourself also congrats that's epic and I love that for you or if you had a Valentine's Day party that's also amazing I'm so happy for you so I want you guys specifically to take this away with you this week is the three compliments to yourself because watch over time how you turn that into a habit and that habit just becomes your conscience and you'll watch the language you speak to yourself change so drastically and you're gonna be like wow I really love myself and it's gonna happen over time it's gonna take time but do it until you get really comfortable with it. And like I said, that those words start happening in your head automatically. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. And I will talk to you next Thursday. Bye, guys.